0: Do you know what time it is? It's that time again with Cindy Gern, who has the latest news about employment trends, current opportunities, and innovative strategies for managing a career on WERA 96.7 FM in Arlington, Virginia. Hello and uh, welcome to The Workforce Show. My name is Jim Thomas and I'm going to be hosting the show this evening. Uh, I'm pleased to introduce three awesome guests that are with me this evening. First, we have Elizabeth Humphrey from the McCormick Group. We have Lewis Montgomery from Corn Ferry. And we have Karen Seymour from Challenger, Gray and Christmas. I think I got that right.
1: No,
2: did.
0: <clears throat> this evening is going to be um, pretty fast paced. We're going to talk about uh, a subject that's... Uh, near and dear to their hearts and and, and let me just uh, explain. Uh, Both Elizabeth and and Lewis are um, executive search consultants with two very notable companies. And Karen is working with an organization that um, supports uh, outplacement of individuals who are in transition um, at a pretty senior level uh, for the most part. So we're going to talk about uh, some of the challenges some of the distinctive qualities that, uh, and characteristics that these individuals are bringing forward uh, that they are challenged to deal with. Uh, and we're going to talk it in, in two segments. We're going to talk about um, the older uh, candidates and what challenges they may have and what distinctive qualities they bring um, that uh, they want to use to get, either get that next position or stay where they are. Uh, and we're going to talk about millennials a bit and find out what their distinctive qualities and challenges are. So I'm going to start with Elizabeth and and we're going to talk about uh, the older worker and and what distinguishing characteristics are you seeing that uh, the older workers bringing to you as you try to identify candidates to place with your clients.
3: Great, that's an, a great question. and as you can imagine we we get a lot of that um, often and I think that one of the the big distinctive characteristics that um, older workers um, which um, I'm very hesitant to use the word older, Mm -hmm. (laughs) seem to bring to the table, is you know they really do have more accomplishments. They're much better at articulating their accomplishments. They are much better with talking and giving real world examples. Um, And I would say that's probably the biggest piece. Um, They're very engaging. Um, They know how to turn a conversation, to continue to ask questions, and to continue to probe. So it's been my experience that with a lot of older individuals looking uh, for new opportunities that they tend to have a a really good conversation with the people who are interviewing them.
0: So let's talk about challenges quickly. Mm-hmm. What challenges might they bring?
3: Well, I, th- I think a few challenges. Number one, um, they usually aren't as good with selling themselves or having to pitch themselves. Um, they also seem to be a little bit stuck in their ways many of times, so sometimes they come across as not as flexible. I see. And um, a lot of times they haven't had as many experiences as, the, as millennials have had, so they tend to stay in jobs much longer okay. versus being quick to sort of jump ship or look at the next opportunity. I see.
0: So speaking of millennials, mm-hmm. what kind of distinctive qualities are they bringing to, um, to your office as you're looking for candidates to place with your clients?
3: They're definitely eager, hungry, um, <laughs> very flexible you know willing to do uh, more with less um, you know willing to work on multiple teams um, they seem to be very flexible they don't need to know as line by line what does my job really consist of they're very open you know they want more challenges um, that seems to be the big one I said mm-hmm. okay
0: well we're going Go around, and we're going to come back to some some easier questions. Okay, <laughs> Lewis, the uh, older worker. What kind of distinguishing characteristics
2: are you seeing? I would agree with uh, with many of the points that uh, Elizabeth made. I mean, clearly, what older workers bring is really a, a depth of experience, mm-hmm. uh, having seen uh, a lot of a lot of change uh, over over time. Uh, They're also, uh, in many cases. Uh, can, can point to uh, some very significant accomplishments. I think one of the, the, the big things that, that older workers can bring, especially in, the, in this uh, workforce is having been there and done that, and having seen really a lot of organizational change over time. If you look at you know some of the some of the companies in this area, they're, they're, there's been so much merger and acquisition activity. So it's it's entirely possible for some of the older workers to have worked for multiple organizations, but actually have been in the same place for for, for quite some time. So I think that's one of the major things that, uh, that they bring to uh, So I think it's a significant uh, breadth and depth of experience.
0: Now both of you are working with um, bringing in candidates either who are working or may be in transition. Um, Karen has a different situation, I suspect, because most of your um, clients are in transition, I suspect. And so as you look at um, those individuals, um, um, I suspect things are a little different, but we'll come back to you. I didn't. I cut you off because I still want to hear about millennials.
2: Okay, sure. Lots
0: of their um, their challenges and their distinctions.
2: Well, clearly millennials are obviously much younger people by definition, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the things that they bring is is really technological savvy. I mean, that's one of the big differentiators between younger folks and uh, and, and older folks. And I'd say secondly, one of the things they bring is as Elizabeth mentioned was a uh, 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 they're a lot hungry. I'd say they bring a, a lot of energy. Uh, it's not uncommon, though, for millennials to have had multiple jobs within a uh, within a short period of time, which can be both a plus and a uh, and a minus. So, you know, not nearly as much uh, breadth and depth of experience as a, as an older person, but but might have as many experiences across different organizations as an older employee. Well, we've all been there, yeah. right?
0: <laughs> Karen, now you're dealing with individuals in transition, as I said earlier, um, the older worker the distinctive qualities that you're seeing that they bring that could be potential selling points as they look for that next opportunity? What might they be?
1: Absolutely. Um, definitely uh, with breadth of experience, as the, the two other guests here have already mentioned. But um, uh, in the business that I'm in, we, we come at this from a very different dynamic because most of the people have either lost their job But their position has gone away, and they're trying to figure out what they want to do next in life. And that could be a variety of of different routes, starting their own business, um, partial retirement, full retirement, or looking for a new job. So we take them through the process of trying to figure that out very intentionally. And it could go any direction, but in terms of uh, of obstacles I I think a big obstacle is trying to formulate and articulate the accomplishments Mm. that Mm -hmm. that they have um, amassed over the years so we spend a lot of time with them on that uh, to help them present themselves for whatever it is they decide whichever direction they go
0: so when you look at the Millennials which are a younger group of folks coming into the workplace or and some have been put in transition what kind of uh, distinctive qualities are you seeing with them? Challenges? What are you seeing with the um, the younger workforce, potential workforce, individuals who are in transition now?
1: It's a good question. I'm thinking of one case in particular, and um, the culture of the organization. It's an older uh, demographic, and. Uh, mm-hmm they've been hiring a lot of Millennials. They're up to 40 percent and they're going through massive change. But what I see, um, this particular customer asks us to work with people who may be too hungry or maybe have outgrown the job. And I've seen this in a couple cases with Millennials where they need to move on. They don't want to move on necessarily, Mm. but it's important for their growth that they do. So that's just one example. Good workers, very bright, very independent, but maybe need to move on to something different to continue to grow their career.
0: I say, well, it's interesting, you know, the between millennials and, and older workers, and I want to talk about these two groups because they're they're at um, uh, they're at potentially both ends of the spectrum. You know, you have the, the younger workers coming into the workplace and wanting to uh, feel the roots and and um, um, uh, control their destiny going forward, um, make, make their mark in the world. Uh, you have the um, baby boomers or older workers who are saying, well, you know, maybe things are winding down, maybe it's time to move on, maybe are not as tech savvy, as we talked about earlier, and and wondering whether or not uh, it's um, time to make a transition to something else in life, uh, be an entrepreneur, go fishing, whatever it might be. Um, what I've found, because I'm, I'm sort of dealing with both sides, I'm dealing with individuals who are in transition and, and individuals who are working trying to determine what they want to accomplish next and where. Uh, there's, there's sort of a clash of cultures. Um, and I would say that the, uh, the older workers, there are some, more than some, who uh, want to be tech savvy or are working with that. Uh, but this whole social um, uh, medium perspective is, is really challenging. Um, and, and I was <laughs> talking to my son the other day and, and I told him, I'm going to my Facebook page, and he says, yeah, that's for you old folks, that's good. Go, go, go do that, Dad, I'm not on that anymore. And I'm saying, <laughs> okay, and I thought I was cool. You know. I thought I was doing you know, something else pretty interesting, um, being on Facebook. But I think that there's, there's all kinds of challenges, and, and but also distinctive qualities out there in potential candidates that you're looking at. Uh, and, and I think that there's, there's always something latent sometimes within individuals they haven't really tapped into. And sometimes being in transition allows them that time to really discover themselves again versus being on that nine to five uh, where they've really been focused on a job. Uh, and in sometimes a job versus a career uh, and I think that um, you know the more individuals get back to understanding what their purpose is then they turn those jobs into careers and they move forward. Some, some BLS statistics that I want to run by you and get your opinion on, so this is sort of the surprise that you really haven't studied for. I did some work yesterday on BLS and I noticed that as far as job openings nationally 5.5 million jobs open. Separations this is just in January, 5.5 million separations. Mm -hmm. Um, 4.1% unemployment rate, 200,000 payroll employment uh, increased by that number in January. When you look at the number, though, that really caught my attention, there are over 5 million part-time workers. Mm -hmm. These are individuals probably who would like to have full-time positions, but have Transition to something part-time so they can pay their bills and and do whatever they ever whatever they can to sustain their their lives Until that full-time opportunity uh, opens up and I guess the question to you um, either part-time or uh, relative to individuals who are part-time workers looking to get into a full-time position Karen or Lewis and Elizabeth those individuals who want to tap into something more full-time who are technically Looking for that next opportunity? Are you seeing these individuals coming across your desks, resumes, um, referrals? Are they coming to you?
3: So Are you seeing them? I don't see very many part-time mm. workers. I mean, I see a lot of what I would say consultants mm-hmm. who, okay. you know, in order to sort of keep their skills up or to stay engaged, will take on consulting projects until they find their next opportunity. But I don't, I don't really see a lot um, in the part-time area. But, you know, certainly I, too, have read a lot of the statistics, and just by reading and talking to clients, and, you know, a lot of times it makes more sense. And we see a lot of job sharing out there, too, yeah. um, and for different reasons. Sometimes it saves on health care costs, which are mm-hmm. now through the roof. Yes. Um, you know, they don't have enough space in their building and trying to cut back on that aspect, and so being able to work from home. So, we see all sorts of things, but you know, generally, I, I don't see that many on the part time, and I don't know if that's a regional thing because mm-hmm. I think you said that was a national yes, number. That's a national number. Yeah, but I, I, I would say we do see a lot on the consulting side, um, especially sort of at that executive level, that you know, director and above level. Right,
2: right. Is that similar to what you're saying? Yeah, I would, I would agree that mm-hmm. uh, for the types of roles that, that we recruit for, because we're recruiting for in many cases the senior most within an organization you don't see people in part-time roles but you mm-hmm. will see people who are in transition mm-hmm. to Elizabeth's point uh, consulting for a period of time gotcha. and there are some individuals who at a, at a certain point in their career where they decide to perhaps get off the corporate track and will become more full-time consultants mm-hmm. and occasionally some of those people will come back in but there's sort of two types of consultants there are the people that are doing that sort of in transition until they get to their next gig or people who've decided to make that uh, that a career and I think the part-time thing I think is I would guess, if you probably dug a little deeper in some of those numbers, it's it's probably limited to certain kinds of occupations. Clearly, you know, retail and and sales uh, type positions. But there may be more part-time positions in maybe some of the other technical fields that, again, we just don't do that that kind of work uh, uh, at this point.
0: Karen, are you seeing uh, uh, individuals who are in part-time situations looking for something full-time that might come through Challenger during and Christmas?
1: Actually, I was, th- I was thinking this through, and uh, we, too, tend to work with more senior-level people. Sure. And uh, those people who are in transition are typically looking either to start their own business, or get on boards of directors, or um, another full-time uh, position. So um, not so much on the, on the uh, temporary side.
0: So, obviously, all three of you deal with a number of... Different individuals from different backgrounds, different fields. Uh, they come with different levels of experience and skills. If you were to sort of consolidate um, what you see most, or the one thing that you would suggest that individuals change or um, work at improving to be a better candidate for opportunities that you're attempting to fill, or certainly aligning someone with a new position, what would it be?
3: I think that. Um you know, for me, I mean, I, I try to talk to all of my candidates before they go in for an interview because, you know, you want to be able to give them that pep talk sure, um, sure. because they need to be able to sell themselves. I mean, that that's mm-hmm. the number one thing. I mean, people don't hire people necessarily because of what's on their resume. They hire them because they like them. They felt there was a connection. So you really want to make sure, again, regardless of whether you're a millennial, you're an older worker, it, that you're making a connection, that you're trying to have that conversation. Um you know, if you can continue to talk to someone in an interview past an hour, generally you're coming back. Yeah. So um, I, I think that that's really important, again, and regardless of even what the role is, is you really need to be able to sell yourself and really be able to sell, you know, your accomplishments, Um, You know, we were talking earlier about looking at resumes and a lot of times they're just bullet points of sort of what your job description was. And people have a really hard time being able to talk about their accomplishments. But I think that if you sort of do your homework and you prepare, that it's much easier. I mean, because you are guaranteed someone's going to ask you about a challenging situation and how did you approach it? How did you fix it? What was the outcome? You know, what did you learn from it? So I think it's all in the preparation.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. A couple of weeks ago, I was talking to a client about their resume, and that very mm-hmm. point, it read like these were my responsibilities across the tiles I had. And I said, Well, what about your accomplishments and results? And they said, Well, geez, I don't remember what those are. So I said, Well, did did the dog eat all of your performance appraisals? <laughs> Did your um, goal assessment sheets go away? I'm sure you filled them out. says, oh yeah, let me pull those out, because obviously that's where a lot of those accomplishments and goals sure. are, uh, or results are. And um, and I think that we tend to see that as a one-time exercise. Mm-hmm. I got through the performance appraisal, I'll, I'll store it, or and, and likewise with my goals. But that's where your accomplishments and your results uh, reside, and quite frankly, those are the um, that has an impact on your bonus, your merit increase, your promotion—those things that move you along in your career. Uh, so, um, I have a lot of clients who, who have rewritten their resumes to be more accomplishment and, and re, uh, results mm-hmm. focused. How about you,
2: Lewis? Are you seeing
0: some of that too, or?
2: Sure, I think they—and I would agree with Elizabeth—that the big thing is really around preparation, mm-hmm. and it's—it's it's about knowing what you've done and being able to easily articulate that and it's also knowing information about the the individual you're going to be meeting with and, and also the, uh, the organization and I too spend a good bit of time with candidates before they go in for interviews and I give all of them the same bit of advice I said and I tell them I said I don't care how senior you are most people are not expert at interviewing but you need to become an expert at interviewing at least for this 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 next time period and the advice that I give people is because most people aren't specific enough they tend to be very general I heard had a hiring manager say once about a a candidate and it really stuck with me and I've told a lot of a lot of other candidates this, is that this person said a lot said talk for a long time but didn't say anything so so the advice oh. that I give people is around I have this this interviewing uh, methodology that I recommend people use and it's called SAR Situation, action, and result. So I tell them, whatever you do, whatever question you're asked, you can answer it this way. Here's the situation I encountered. Okay. Here's the action I took, and here was the result. The beauty of this is that it's there's a beginning, there's a middle, okay. and an end. And the hard part for people, and I tell them, is that when you get to the through the result, you have to stop talking.
1: Right. <laughs> and a lot of people
2: just can't do it. They think that more <laughs> is better. <Yeah>. And <laughs> frequently, more is not better. And I, and I tell people, after you've You've gotten to the result, you stop talking, they'll ask you a follow up question sure. if they want to know more about that. But yeah. unfortunately, some people go on and on and on, and it becomes a real turnoff. Yeah, it has to be a close. There has to be a close.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, and you should know what that is before you mm-hmm. start the beginning.
3: It, to yeah. Lewis's point, I mean, that's usually because they're not prepared. I mean, it is, you know, you have to practice. I mean, no one was born a great interviewer. No, sure. So you really do have to practice.
2: Yeah. And yeah, people get nervous. They yeah. get they get nervous. They're they're excited. This is this is important. Sure. And sometimes, sure. when people get nervous, some people talk more. Some people talk less. I found many people talk more.
0: <laughs> well, you know, freezing is is probably worse than talking more, assuming that people mm-hmm. want to talk. Right, Karen. What are you finding? Are you
1: totally agree things? with Elizabeth and Lewis on the uh, <clears throat> importance of the interview and the accomplishments and being articulate and very clear, but I also believe that the other piece uh, of doing your research and your industry knowledge, business knowledge, there's so much out there now to help one, especially if you're changing industries, to um, help sell yourself better in that situation by understanding the industry. Um, And, uh, you know, again, in our business, We prepare each and every candidate very thoroughly for the interview process and we help them prepare success stories, which they ultimately use during the interview process. And it's practice. It's in their head. So so they just pull it so they can relax, enjoy, smile, enjoy the interview and let your personality come through.
0: There are two things that I always tell uh, my clients, those who are uh, in transition or those who are uh, working, but they're getting away to interview for another position. So it's about the interview process. Um, when they're not using the executive search uh, consultants <laughs> or out, uh, professional outplacement organizations, I have found that individuals come to interview, and having interviewed in my life in the positions I've had a number of people, uh, individuals come, um, they've studied the position description um, like it was read yester- uh, written yesterday, which it usually isn't. And I always ask my clients, when they get into the interview, you should ask the question, is there anything uh, that, um, in addition to the position description, that uh, is involved with this position that I'm interviewing for today? And typically, as we all know, at the bottom of most position descriptions it says other duties as assigned. So the last person who had the position embellished or probably did more than what's on that position description, unless it was written yesterday, which Mm -hmm. is rarely the case. And so by having that additional information um, prepares them better for how the interview may go. The last thing I always tell my clients to do, which um, many were surprised when I told them this, they said, I said, you always have to close the interview with asking for the job. Asking in a professional way, you're not begging, but you're asking for the position, indicating however you want that you believe you're the right candidate for the position, and this is a position that you really want. Versus not saying it at all, running home and doing a follow-up email and expecting that that's going to be the way that you're going to get the job, because I know most hiring managers make a decision usually about the candidate that's in front of them before that person leaves the office. They know whether or not they want to go have that person go further in the interview process. And without doing that, without having the individual know that you want the position, they may perceive that you have other opportunities. They may perceive that you're not interested in the, the, the job. Um, so that's two important uh, pieces of information and advice I give clients that I've worked with. Uh, and it does pay off in many respects because I had a client who had had 11 interviews in 14 months and did not have a job but they were told in many of those interviews that hey boy you're the right candidate let's we really want you to go forward and they never heard from the organization again because they never closed the interview properly and they didn't send a follow-up email which left the company and and the hiring manager to assume that this person was really too good they've moved on they have other opportunities that are better now I suspect that from a executive search perspective you handle all of that before the person meets with your client you, you know you know whether or not there's going to be a good match and they know what they have to do but in many cases the individual sort of makes stuff up as they get into the interview to your point we're not ready so i think it's something to, to you know individuals listening to this show should think about because they've heard a lot of good advice i think that the, the distinctive qualities and and the challenges that you've raised hopefully individuals will, will take to mind and do a self-assessment, say, am I ready? Am I ready to go forward in the interview process? Am I ready for the interview? Um, Do I know what I want to do? As simple as that might sound, sometimes individuals really don't know, which causes them to accept interviews and get into the interview and ramble, because they really don't know what they want to do next. And they may be very happy where they are, but they may perceive that, hey, if I can make another $20,000 a year, that's a good thing. And it may not necessarily be a good thing if they take that job, if they actually get that job, and they found themselves leaving in six months or a year because it just didn't work out. So I appreciate the time you've taken. And I want to take some time to go over you guys. I've known all three of you for a while. Uh, I know that uh, you've had very successful careers, more than what you're doing now because, um, and that's something that will uh, be available later. Your your biographies will be published and people will know all the things you've done since grade school. No, we're not <laughs> gonna go back that far. But I think it's important for um, individuals to know that successful people, which you all are, have had uh, long and distinguishing careers. You've done a lot of things. And I suspect if I asked you, have are you following your purpose today? You'd probably all say yes. Because I've asked you individually in some way that question you've all said yes. And I think that if you're going to be successful in your career going forward, you have to ask yourself the question, am I doing what I really want to do? Am I following my purpose? Am I waking up in the morning and wanting to go to that job, that career, or not? But with that, I'd like to close by saying thank you for listening to The Workforce Show. And thank you to my guests for coming, Elizabeth Humphrey, Lewis Montgomery, and Karen Seymour, thank you very much. might want to tell us a little bit about how we can reach you. So, Elizabeth.
3: Sure. So the best way to reach me is uh, via email. So, uh, ehumphrey at tmg-dc.com or on our website. You can connect with me through that, which is www.McCormickGroup.com. Awesome.
2: Lewis? Similarly, you can reach me via email, and my email address is lewis.montgomery.com. At cornferry.com or through our website. Great. cornferry.com. Karen?
1: Similarly, you can reach me on my email, which is Karen Seymour at challengergray.com. And uh, also, our, our website for the company is www.challengergray.com.
0: Well, thank you all again. This has been a pleasure having you, and I'm honored to have you as my guest tonight. And uh, this closes out the Workforce Show. Great. Thank you very much. The Workforce Show is a subsidiary of Career Central Online. That's http www.careercentralonline.com or email info at The Workforce Show. Thank you for tuning in to The Workforce Show. This interview and others can be found at wera.fm or at careercentralonline.com. Thank you
1: for listening. Until the next time.